Hey everybody, it's time for another Thursday Kingdom of Loathing show. Sorry to interrupt you guys' uh, engrossing conversation about hangnails. Engrossing is <laughs> well, right. Uh, we were talking about a hangman, and then we're like, well, what's our next topic alphabetically? Okay. <laughs> so Yeah, we're just going through the dictionary. Yeah. Uh, you, you decided to skip... Uh, if you can think of something between those two, <laughs> go for it. Yeah, I shouldn't have even started it. I thought, I thought, I'm going to start this sentence, and somewhere in the middle of it, I, Jick, uh, will come up with something funny. <laughs> and I, Riff, will laugh at it. And I, Kevin, will be perplexed. Ah, shit. Hot stuff. Fuck. <clears throat> I can't keep, I can't keep the podcast straight. How's it going, guys? It's going pretty good. Yeah, pretty good, actually. I'm, I'm getting back into the, the swing of uh, physical activity, and boy, are my arms tired. Oh yeah, With all that swinging you've been did doing. You, yeah, did you? Uh, you uh, you came to work on the inverse unicycle today, <laughs> which is a unicycle that you have to do a handstand on, to, uh, yeah, and pedal pedal with your hands. You, you get such a head rush while you're doing it. Yeah, it's just, no, it's, it's crazy. such a mess. It's like it, it really encourages you to get to work fast before you pass yeah. out. Uh, first first time in like two months, I biked to and from work uh, yesterday, uh, and also went rock climbing. Uh, so I was I was exhausted. And so I slept in super late today, and then I biked into work. Huh. I, I rock climbed yesterday, and then uh, today I swung a sledgehammer around to, yep. to juice my pecs. <clears throat> Sweet. And and my delts. I need to. You need to fit. You, what you need to do is uh, hi, contract yourself out to some company that likes to break rocks. Okay. Like they need to break yeah. bigger rocks into smaller rocks so that you can make or you money. Or you just while get arrested and go to an old timey prison. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say I could I could fight the law and let the law win. <laughs> right, but I, I'm thinking you could. I think you you could just do two things at once as opposed to uh, being forced to do well. Okay, one get, thing at once. And I guess I would rather break rocks in like a comfortable air conditioned indoor environment sure. than in the it's hot true. sun. It's true. Although if I could break rocks in like a sauna, that would be pretty sweet. Uh, you'd probably <laughs> pass out after a couple of minutes of that. You think? Yeah. Well, I mean, how many rocks? you need it's a sauna what i mean how many can fit in there right you just sure you know it'll be fine uh unless it's a sauna that has some sort of conveyor belt with infinite rocks uh, running through it but then you'd lose a lot of heat unless you had like a really good seal and i don't think yeah, they would, yeah. i don't think they would do it that way yeah, yeah it's a pretty, pretty that was a seal. pretty good seal yeah um yeah. Uh, so there's a couple of forum threads with questions. There's a new one for this show, which I figure we could just burn through. Okay. Uh, well, not burn through it. I mean, thoughtfully <clears> and <throat> carefully answer the concerns and questions and suggestions and whatevers of our listeners. Sure. Uh, and then we can catch up on the old one, and then we can be all caught up, and I can just delete the forums. Awesome. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't really want to delete the forums. Some days I want to delete. We haven't been doing anything, so the forums have been pretty, pretty tame. Yeah. I haven't been paying a lot of attention. We've actually been doing a the... lot of stuff. No. It's just not. Yeah, just we not haven't been releasing. There. We haven't been releasing anything. People are going to be blown away, blown away by the yeah. by the new challenge path. Yeah, I mean I... they might they might not be blown away, but they will they'll probably enjoy the fuck. Will they literally shit their pants? I think they will literally <laughs> shit. Their Every pants. single one of them will literally shit yeah. their pants. They would have to eat their pants first. Mm, okay. Ooh, shit out their pants. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. That sure. stupid sword, man. It just makes the things that you guys say not make any sense <laughs> ever. <laughs> Uh, still, it's still funny though. It is still <laughs> funny after all these years. That one actually does kind of get on my nerves. I find it easier to parse things that are said when somebody in dev is jaw bruised mm -hmm. than I do when they're when they're wearing the sword because it just <laughs> <laughs> too many things are prepositions is the problem. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, that's that's the role that they serve is to be all of the things in a sentence that aren't you know bricks or <laughs> mortar, mortar, yeah, or Pestles. mortars, yeah. <laughs> Um, Dars writes, I'll start. Is there a unifying theme to the giants in the castle in the sky and I'm just missing it? I see how the furry, rave, and goth giants are all subculture stereotypes, but how do the alphabet and procrastination giants fit into that? I think we needed a place for one of the letters to drop, and so the alphabet mm. giant went in there. That but makes a lot of sense. Unless uh, Skelly was trying to make a joke about like a, pre a, a giant that had already been uh, chewed. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, uh yeah i don't i don't know i mean the possibility giant was just a they might be giants joke yeah I procrastination get, I get. giant just sounds like a joke along the vein of all the different kinds of golems that are in the game mm -hmm. it's just a silly type of giant as opposed to like a storm <clears throat> giant or a mountain giant yeah i mean maybe it's that the furry raven goth giants sh shouldn't uh, you know 
I thought, they, the, I thought you said furry raven goth yes, giant. The furry raven <laughs> goth giant. Yeah, you know, the, the giants from furry raven castle. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man, that shit is old. That shit is old and we had no idea what the fuck. Yep. I mean, but the weird thing is it's, it is not as old as almost all the stuff that came before it in terms of level progression, right? Like, you know, it's like well, level 10 stuff. Sort of. Okay. <laughs> For a minute there, I thought you were basically saying that it is not as old as the oh, stuff as like that the is history. older than it. <laughs> yeah. No, but like... You I mean, know, that's like a pretty good point. Knob goblins. Like, there's a ton of other stuff that's in the game that was that preceded that, is what I'm saying. Yeah, but I guess it is one of, it is one <clears throat> of the oldest things that has Hasn't not been touched. touched. Mm. I wonder if that's true. Since then, I, yeah, I don't know. What else do you encounter? There's the spooky spooky back alley i mean you you have like reorganized things like the uh spooky woods and whatever but they are largely the same content yeah that was thematically already fairly except for the bar (laughs) that was just a joke about (laughs) bars in the woods (laughs) uh i don't really know what i don't really know what that was a joke about we're committed to it. I though. mean, you, yeah, you got the bar skin. Was yeah, it, no, I, it? I get it. It's about you know, killed him a bar when he was only three or whatever. But like, but did you? I mean, did you want to have the bar skin? Was that the? I don't know, man. Was it for when the I drop? was figuring out what monsters were gonna go into the woods? Maybe I started with a bar and then decided that it was. I still remember, like, I made the spooky forest when I was sitting. I had just gotten my very first Macintosh computer. I'd gotten a laptop. Really? And I was sitting. Uh, I was sitting at the, like a clamp, one of the yeah, iBooks. one of the old iBooks, okay. uh, the white ones, a fifteen inch, um, and I was sitting outside at the student union at ASU, eating Burger King and making a spooky forest. Wow, that's weird. And then I went to Bandersnatch and had a beer and finished the spooky forest. Were you coding it or were you just like drawing it? What were you coding it? Huh. And then yeah, and then I probably went home and drew it. I don't know, man. I think I think I you kept my you had gotten to the point where you were starting to design stuff before you'd drawn it. Oh, I always did. Yeah, no. But, well, not the first, <laughs> not that first day. It would routinely like I would launch a zone and it wouldn't have art for days or weeks, right? Huh. Okay. And until I got around to doing a batch of art, when when just shit was being, re- you know, when adding a monster meant literally typing like a single word. <laughs> right. uh, yeah, maybe not a single word. Which maybe, maybe five? Yeah. Five words. <clears throat> Bar. <laughs> Bar. Um, says, the right-click menu for our inventory is very helpful. How would you feel about a right-click interface for active effects? Things like shrug, force shrug, what? Cast uh, once, cast <laughs> X times, cast star times, etc. Force shrug. Uh, it's like, where do you want to, where do you want to eat, Obi-Wan? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Where do I want to eat, Obi-Wan? <laughs> <laughs> is uh is adding one extra putty slash dough copy for people with both items still on the table? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm pu- need, I'm still pushing for it. I just need to do it. Oh, uh, so yeah, the right click. I so uh, making potions into a thing was a thing that I decided to do because I wanted to do the recasting of buffs from the character pane uh, in a right click menu. Yeah. And that would like. Basically, the ones that come from skills would just have to have their skills associated with them, which I would also kind of like to do in the database because in making all of these self-buffs for the new path, I mean, <gasps> spoiler, um, I kind of want a I want a pop-up in the skill description that's like gives you this effect. I want a Pop-Tart X in the skill description. Yeah, I mean, I just want a Pop-Tart in general. Right. Yeah. Um, do you ever dream up new Pop-Tart flavors that don't exist, like telephone Pop-Tart? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry. That was, uh, that was uh, channeling uh, Tori Amos's character in the Sandman. Oh, okay. Um, uh, lastly, did you see Walk Off the Earth's five-person, one guitar cover of Somebody I Used to Know? If you haven't, check it out. Just it's brilliant. It last night. Yeah, I while I was impressed with the technique, I, the song was nothing special, and I, I it, was very, the song. it was very repetitive and didn't really go anywhere. I, I had never heard the song. Before. I'd never heard the song. No, before. No, it was a cover, but. Like I wished that there had been more going on. <clears throat> it's always weird when there's a there's a balance you got to strike between like reasonable musicianship and then just doing crazy shit with whatever your instrument is, right? And somewhere in the middle of that are these just kind of sublime things. Like 
I remember for a long time, not for a long time, for a while, it was kind of popular where somebody would do a one-man show with, like, an acoustic guitar and a sampler. So they would, like, make a sound and then use a foot pedal to, like, loop that sound. And done right, that is really awesome. Like, you can just make a really cool show as one guy. I kind of felt the same thing with, like, DJs, right? It was it was cool if a DJ was making interesting sounds to listen to and demonstrating skill and cleverness mm-hmm. with doing shit with, you know, scratching and... and Beat the, matching the is the not easy. Of, right. Yeah. But sometimes they'll go too far and it just gets wanky. Like, yeah. it turns into... Like, we went and saw... Uh, so, Beck's... Beck toured and we saw Beck in concert here like now 10 years ago and his DJ played like we caught wind of like oh Beck's DJ is playing a show at Nita's Hideaway later tonight so we like went there right away before everybody found out about it and got in wait and he came on but it was just super wanky like he mm-hmm. spent the entire time just like scratching with his nose and stuff yep, like it, there's it was... a guy exactly like that in the Columbus rave scene who would do shit like put the record on a paper cup and invert the needle to play the underside of the record. And he was just constantly scratching and just made the music undanceable. And you never got, you, you, you never got into a groove because yeah. of that. And so I feel like with these guys on this five person on one guitar thing, like they were in a groove, but they didn't do, they didn't change it up often enough to make the gimmick interesting. Like, I felt like the, I felt like the DJ skill was primarily in like having a, a really good selection of music mm-hmm. and knowing yeah knowing how, which which things you could fade into which things well that and knowing like what your audience was yeah like like needing at that particular moment right like something to take them up or down or yeah. left or right or whatever you know yeah this guy was mainly concerned with showing off yeah and that's lame. what what always <clears throat> happened was as soon as he as soon as he appeared the dance floor would clear and there'd be like six people standing right up at the DJ table watching intently him. watching him yeah huh. instead yeah, of dancing lame. yeah it was awful Starwood writes a violet bow chef staff would be pretty neat you could jiggle it to do something to objects and I had a construct <laughs> <laughs> um, also was there going to be a giant candy cane chef staff I can't remember yes. if that was a thing or not yeah there was there was supposed to be there was supposed to be a tier of recipes that got added but it was a one of those things. Of where, I thought it was like just no, it was three. There was going to be a oh. two-handed club that you could make out of something. Oh, wow. I thought, and then that crossbow that shot other candy, huh? Um, which I don't actually want to do because that's probably not actually interesting enough to like. Everybody's going to say no, do it, do it. That'd be awesome, but it's like a lot of work. Suddenly, like a new interface for like, what do you want? What ammo oh, do you want to load into this yeah. thing or whatever? And it's like, yeah, I mean, whatever. Just shoot we, some stuff at random. We from did your that inter- with the gift inventory. Yeah. We did that with the gift pult, right? Yeah. I mean, this, if you shoot stuff at random out of your inventory, then you just have to closet everything except the cold hots or whatever. And it's like, <sighs> yeah, yeah, what are you gonna do? Um, no, just also, some, write random. a message and an effect for every type of candy yeah. uh, being shot out of the the crossbow. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, so we rolled the item of the month, and we're like, well, we don't have to do these recipes until at least five days from now, because right. that's when the... But then we realized that that wasn't actually true, because if they hadn't... If they replaced their garden without having harvested it from a long time before, they would have gotten the big one on the first day, and we were like, ah, oh, fuck. Well, we'll still do it on the fifth, and then we just didn't, because we were balls deep in crimbo. You know, it could come with a quiver, which you could click to give you an interface to check like all the candy you want in it and then it fires any candy any candy at random that you have in the quiver huh yeah it could do that if we were going to do that though i think i'd rather now save that idea for a thing that you can use like next like a thing that everybody gets next crimbo as opposed to like yeah I think people mostly just want a chef staff. Nobody really cares about getting a two-handed club out of it, right? Yeah. It was uh, we were, the, the other things were just for parody, and it doesn't need parody. Like right now, there's nothing, so adding one thing does not require adding parody. Maybe you should uh, take a day, uh, like this just week. chef chef staff day. Make it chef staff. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of it's always kind of hard to balance, like because if you want them to be useful in run, mm-hmm. right, then you basically just have to make them free. <laughs> Like the oh, because you're talking like you're talking about having a little the little chef staff mini quest. Yeah, like I, well, yeah, actually using Roderick, which is the, isn't it great right. that there was a kind of cheese whose name started with Rod? I was happy. I was happy oh. to discover that when it came time to name the guy who made things out of. I, I think I nobody got that until that just now. Case. Oh yeah, yeah. I yeah. bet somebody got it. I don't know. Um, yeah. Well, 
Uh, also, that Emmentaler uh, teaches you the elemental spells. That's not true. <laughs> um, <laughs> but <clears throat> Elementaler. Yeah. Uh, man, I like cheese. Yeah, cheese is good. You like cheese that does not have a lot of flavor. That's not true at all. You like Emmentaler? I, for yeah, example, sure. Example. Gruyere. Emmentaler is almost identical to Gruyere, which oh, you say is like your please. favorite cheese. Okay. Not Let's even say, close. Right. Let's be guests <coughs> on the splendid table where we can have yeah. this argument. We can have this argument in, a, in an appropriately, uh, in an appropriately mm-hmm. precious format. <clears throat> Let's argue about this uh, some more later. Goat cheese is good and really flavorful. I like goat cheese. Goat cheese yeah. is very intensely flavorful. Sure. Um, like goats. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jick and Co., but very specifically Jick, says Nips. When KOL went from that fun thing I work on to that job that pays my bills, how did you manage to make the transition, and what was the transition like? I'm curious, as somebody who dreams to make a hobby into a career, if this was something you actively pursued or if you just kind of fell into it. If you had one piece of advice to give to somebody that wanted to follow in your footsteps, maybe not exactly your footsteps, but you get the idea, what would you suggest? Thanks, as always, for fielding my questions. Um, I definitely fell into it. And you didn't. You never set out to make a business. Yeah, I didn't set out to make a business, and I didn't really set out to make money. I didn't even start asking for money until it. You were losing money. until I was losing money. Until I was spending. Yeah. You know, it, the first time I had a seventy, it was seventy dollars. Was the point at which I was like, "Fuck, I should start. I should stop paying for this out of pocket because yeah. this is getting expensive." Um, I you know. I approached it very cautiously and I had the, you know, I had, I was gainfully sort of, I was sort of gainfully employed. I had a job where I made, I think $22,000 a year, right? Which was like, it was enough to, it was enough to live on. It would, it would never have been enough to like, you know, start a family or whatever, but like, you know, not that it doesn't cost any money to start a family. Oh, sure. You're (laughs) you're right. Not, but it wasn't, it was not a. It was not like a good grown-up college graduate salary, you know. It was, and and it also this wasn't. I'm sitting here going, that's not much less than. (laughs) Remember, Riff, that you technically are half-time employed and you live here for free, (laughs) right? So it's always uh, there's always uh, this weird. Not nothing about anything that we do is like. You can't really compare sense. the numbers. Yeah. You can't really compare the numbers to, yeah. to anything else, right? But so it was just, just this job that I had, um, and I like it kept getting to the point where I would like look and see how much came in from Mister Accessories when I woke up, and it was more than I was going to make that day at work, and so I got less and less, less and less willing to deal with people fucking with me at work and having this shitty stuff that I had to do. And, you had that secret thermometer. Yeah, I had a. My wallpaper, I would edit my wallpaper and I had it. I had made computer. this little, uh, at my computer at work. Yeah. I had As opposed to the wallpaper in your room. A little alchemist's <laughs> desk uh, that was a screenshot from some like Simon the Sorcerer or something. And I extended one of the test tubes up and graduated it. And I was like, as soon as I'm going to put a pixel in this for every $100 that's in the PayPal account, like, you know, I'm going to update it like once a week or whatever. And as soon as this thing fills up, I'm just fucking quitting my job. Like, and that's the be- that is just the, I don't know that that image to me is just like the best, like pretty cool. fuck you from a video game designer. I didn't, I didn't tell any, I, you know, I didn't really tell anybody what I, what I was doing, but so then I did good. it. It filled up and I was like still too nervous to quit. What I wasn't too nervous to do was like that. It came time for me to get my, uh, my 18 month review or whatever, which is the point at which they make you salaried and give you like, usually like maybe a 50% raise, uh, which was what the people said, you know, that that's what had happened to everybody in the department. And they were like, yeah, this is great. I can't wait. You're about to really become one of us. And so I went in for my review and it was like, all right, so we've decided to make you salaried, but unfortunately we, we don't give raises at 18 month reviews. And I was like, uh, Okay. I walked out and then the next morning, the next morning I woke up and I was like, you know what? I don't fucking need this job. So I just went in and I'm like, look, that that's unacceptable. Like you need to give me a raise. And they totally did. Like I got into a screaming match with the owner and walked back and everybody was like, dude, what happened? Are you, are you about to clean out your desk? And I was like, no, I got a raise. (laughs) But then I quit like a month later. So it was, but I had filled up two of the, I made another one. I made another uh, big graduated cylinder beside the first one and filled up two of them. And I, it was mostly convincing my mom that it was safe for me to, for me to quit my job. And she kept saying, you need a, you need a backup plan. You need a backup plan. And I was like, all right, well, I now have two years salary in the bank. Can I, can this be it? Right. Can that be my backup plan? She was like, yeah, okay. That can be your backup plan. Um, yeah. And then worked for a while, hired dudes. 
It was, I mean, I feel like I, like I said, I had the luxury of being able to approach it very cautiously, right? I didn't like, first of all, I had a job that I just didn't give a shit about at all. So I just worked on KOL seven hours a day and did my job one hour a day. Yeah, that, and that helps. That a lot. was huge in, in terms of like, you know, it wasn't, it, I couldn't really focus on it except nights and weekends, but I could, I could be working on it just pretty much all the time. Yeah. It's, it, it's hard for me to. It's hard for me to give advice to anybody else in a similar situation. Because what I want to say is like, you know, just I decided to quit a job that was paying a lot more than I ended up making at any job I got after this to go back to school specifically to study something that I knew wasn't going to take up a lot of my time so that I could free myself up for whatever, you know unimaginably successful creative pursuits I figured I was definitely going to come up with just any day now. Um, and it worked out for me, but I don't know. I feel like y you need to do two things. You need to do something that you really want to do and keep doing it, even if you're not necessarily getting paid for it um, or being recognized for it. Uh, and then you also need to be good at what you're doing. If you can do both of those things, uh, eventually you will probably get some recognition and probably get some money for it. But if <clears throat> if either of those two things is not happening, then uh, you could be in trouble. So you can get better at stuff over time. Yeah, right? you I will mean, get better at stuff. If you, yeah. it, you will, if you're not good enough at it to get paid for it, you might be able to get good enough at it to get paid yeah. for it if you just if you just sit down every day and do some of it. You know, it's it's maintaining that level of willpower. It's like working on stuff even on the days when you don't feel like working on stuff. Being able to say no, I, I don't want to go out drinking with you because I need to work yeah. on this thing. And they're like, what? It can wait till tomorrow. And you say, well, it can wait till tomorrow, but then it could wait till the next day. And then it could wait till the next day. And then I end up, you know, working, working in a factory for my entire life. Like you gotta, you gotta commit, you know, you gotta, you gotta put in the hours. And I think that's almost more important than talent. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, I think both, I think is, both. Bo both is where the real success stories come in, except, yeah. you know, maybe in the case. I don't know. I mean, even like somebody like Britney Spears, like she busted her ass, right? Like she was sure she was working from the time she was a kid, you know, like even a thing that you think of as like, oh, that like maybe maybe she's a bad example. But I'm sure there are people who are famous who did not really ever do a lot of hard work. But I think they're the exception rather than the rule. Paris Hilton. Sure. Kim Kardashian. Sure. <clears throat> Yeah, anyway, uh, that's my story, and I'm uh, hungry, <laughs> so let's finish this, <laughs> let's finish this show. Uh, lots of Bill says, the Spangler Sombrero is an awesome match to wear for Moxie glasses, plus three Moxie stats per fight, equips at 60 Moxie. There are three sort of analogs for Muscle Miss Moxie, the Google Heart, the Googly Star Hat, and the Googly Ball Hat. Uh, each gives plus three main stat per fight. These come from the Rogue Programs Arcade. The critical difference is that they equip at 111 main stat. Uh, any chance you could lower the equip requirement so that non-Moxie classes have a cool non-item-of-the-month hat to pull around level nine? You know, the Spangler Sombrero is just way too good. Uh, you know, it was it was never supposed to be something you could get outside of the Accordion Thief path. Yeah, yeah. and without class, doing, sorry. without either pulling it specifically right. or doing the, uh, yeah, especially fucking in hardcore. Yeah, right. Yeah, <clears throat> we could we could always make that guy not puttyable. <clears throat> no, it, that's that's the wrong that's the wrong response to an emergent imbalance right like we we should just make all the monsters in the game have a three higher uh uh yeah reduce stack gains by three <laughs> for <a> defense <laughs> uh mayo milkshake says in december it was mentioned that there were plans to make the giant you know we didn't actually finish answering that question um I thought the answer was you are going to uh, sit down at some point in the near future and make some chef staffs. No, no, no. The previous question. Oh, which the one was? about the the like, you know, I don't think that we the answer is to make everything as powerful as the most overpowered thing we've accidentally right. done right. in the last couple right. of years. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I mean, it sucks that it's like yet another advantage to Moxie classes, right? Like if that had been like a thing that you know, well, but made muscle classes more appealing than whatever. But you know, there are there are instances where you want to play pretty much any class at this point there's there there are niches for almost everything yeah so i don't feel i don't feel that bad about it and you know like it's it's cool and it's it's overpowered for now and that something will eventually replace it as being awesome and overpowered yeah maybe we'll just put plus three missed <clears throat> stats per fight on a it's chef's not, hat it's and, not readily um, accessible and trendy anymore okay you know so that's a thing wait it's not 
No. Oh, because you can't use the fax machine? Correct. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, then Mayo Milkshake asked about the candy cane chef stuff. So, yeah, people are still thinking about this, apparently. Also, you guys do an awesome job. Thanks for the constant content updates, item of the month, challenge pass, special content editions, in-game holidays, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Then I you think the time. Interesting that people talk about our constant updates because <clears throat> we'll go a week or two at a time without yeah. putting anything out in the we world. Don't, and I don't think of that as I, I keep thinking, fuck, man, we haven't done anything yeah. for like a month. And <clears throat> I think what this tells me is that the general feeling is that we are doing things at a really good pace. And I'm and I'm glad that that's what people yeah. feel. Because I, yeah. people are probably used to things like like how often does World of Warcraft release a patch? Yeah, I mean, yeah. you don't get you get new content once every four, five months in in most games that you play all the time. Sure, like this, yeah. right. <clears throat> so, and because it's okay, I mean, if we did something every day, I think that would be overwhelming. Right? Yeah. So I think there's I think there's a balance there. I think if we could have stuck to really minor Weekly Tuesday updates, Tuesday yeah, updates yeah. I think people were people were excited about like, that Tuesday updates like the like like the, like the Raspberry, Raspberry Beret, Beret. Right? like people yeah. were excited about Tuesday updates as long as most of the Tuesday updates didn't really change the way that they played the right. game right. Um, but but it just got to the point where it was like all right well we only fuck we only have these big ideas left right. so we we would just be forcing ourselves to come up with some minor thing to do and then the quality of it would suffer or whatever so it's you know the challenge paths, I think, are a great opportunity for us to flex a lot of creativity because they're self-contained mm -hmm. and they last a while and then they're gone. And well, they're and, but they're, they don't they're, go they're away. there if you want them, yeah. right? But they're but they're gone from the I this is what I need to be doing now right. mindset that you can get into. <clears throat> They've forced us to to refine the the main when does game that quite a bit. Wednesday, a week from a week, Wednesday, yeah, a week from Wednesday. I guess. Oh. 15th of the month. Seven days from now, actually. Yeah. Is when it comes out. Oh, yeah. yeah. Today, a week today from today. Wednesday. A week from today, yeah. which is Wednesday. Which okay. is Wednesday, yeah. Um, <clears throat> wow. Yeah. Cool. This week is cool. zipping by. That'll give me a little more time to pump a little more writing into that when I get back from my weekend trip. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, that you take the time he continues to go through questions from the player base on a weekly basis and answer them on the radio is much appreciated. Thank you for all your work. It can't be said enough. I've now officially played this game for longer than any other, and I played EverQuest for a long time. I would have lost most. I uh, would have lost interest in most games long ago. Someday I hope to get the chance to buy you guys a beer. Aww. Well, someday I hope to drink a beer. <laughs> <laughs> um, edit. Oh, saw the candy cane thing. Yeah. Um, for the, for. Uh... Reference, I don't want to drink a mayo milkshake. Though. Yeah, that me sounds either. disgusting. Mm, yeah, that does no. sound pretty gross. Mm. Um, Stetherell says, although you drink eggnog, which yeah. is basically a mayo milkshake. No. I'll eat a mayo sandwich. It's egg whites. Ugh. God, you are you are provably gross. I probably wouldn't anymore, but well, I did all the time when I was a kid. Uh, like a Wonder Bread, Wonder Bread spread with some mayo? Yeah, that would yeah. be pretty good. Like uh, With a Miracle Whip. Oh, no, yeah, I can't Miracle, stand Miracle Whip. Whip would, would add the right tang to make no, that. No, Miracle mm. Whip is like the devil's sperm. <clears throat> now, see, I will That's eat gross. saltines with Cool Whip on them, but what you guys are suggesting is just disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> no, like turkey sandwich, the best turkey sandwich was like uh, Wonder Bread, uh, some Miracle Whip, and then like, you know, turkey. Yeah, Wonder Bread, turkey, perfect. and a whole bunch of mustard was no. the best turkey sandwich. Uh, no. it's, it's Wonder Bread, turkey, <laughs> Hellman's, and like... Two slices of that plastic American cheese. Uh, for those west of the Mississippi, uh, you might uh, you might not know what Hellman's is. It's Best Foods. Yes. Is it? Yep. Huh. The the theme song is even the same. Bring out the X Y and bring out the best. <laughs> the X Y was either Best Foods or Hellman's. Uh, do you think that uh, if if Satan were a lol cat, <laughs> he would refer to his minions as Hellman's? <laughs> I, I certainly hope so. Stetherill says, I really like that one of the astral items is a familiar equipment, but I think the astral pet sweater is a little underwhelming, especially since unlocking it is pretty daunting, uh, completing five 100% runs. Uh, while a sugar shield that never breaks is nice compared to the astral shirt, which gives plus 10% to all attributes, plus three prismatic, and is a sugar shirt that never breaks. Oh, and is much easier to unlock. Well, it feels underpowered. Uh, and then he goes on and on about... Uh, that yeah i mean i think that you're saying that it is not good compared to a lot of the other things in the game that are kind of too good you know and so when when there's a path where you can't equip anything but you're familiar can then it's gonna be the best item well no it depends on the familiar right <clears throat> um what do you mean i mean i think it's if if that is underpowered compared to comparable things in its own list then i think that's fair yeah yeah i mean I don't even remember what it does. 
the sweater. Yeah, I forget. I forget as uh, well. Uh, also, he says, can Ascension history include the Astral item used on that run? I'm sure this is something you guys didn't track, but I figured it wouldn't hurt to ask. Yeah, it's not tracked. It's not tracked right now. I don't think. That would. I mean, the Ascension history is going to get just full of like in, inscrutable icons if we keep adding <laughs> additional info. Yeah. The BVO coin says, would you ever like have a... inscrutable icons. <laughs> Would you ever have a clan dungeon open up for something other than meat, like 100 pristine fish scales, or 10,000 photo proto neutron torpedoes, or 200 fullness points, or something like that? That's interesting. You know, uh, we had Candy. definitely, early on in thinking about the way that some clan dungeon mechanics were going to work, we had definitely talked about, like, this is a thing where you just have to pile 10,000 fullness worth of food into yeah. into a thing, like, just use it as a way to sink some things. The fish scales thing is interesting, though, because yeah. those are kind of tricky to get. So I mean, club and clubs. It's it's basically charging meat for it, right? Because you can just you buy, buy them in the mall. Yeah. But it's it's yeah, meat that, that spreads then rewards meat around. Yeah, rewards people uh, farming them. Stimulate the economy. Number two, you guys have a lot of the traditional video game biomes: underwater zone, mm-hmm. forest biomes. zone, desert zone, jungle zone, dungeon zone, etc. Are there any missing ones that you've thought about including? You've mentioned a swamp, I think. Uh, I'd like to do a volcano a swamp in in the pipes. You've um, done a volcano, but it's not really very volcano-y, right? It's not it like there are zones full of, of volcano. Yeah. There's, there's a lava maze. maze. There's a lava sure, maze. But it, but there's a, it's yeah, a that's, maze. That's it's, it. it's the maze and the boss is all that you do in the volcano. And the, I, I, do we really have a jungle zone? Well, it's a zone. It's a, I guess. an yeah. adventuring zone. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, it's the I, jungle city. Right? I still, I still kind of it's think that it's funny enough it. to to do to put Fever Jungle in between Whitey's Grove and the Black Forest. Like, I think yeah. that's, I think that's pretty, ah! pretty funny. I hadn't heard that. Right? One. Yeah, that's no, I mean, good. that was that was an idea that I had a long, long time ago. <clears> yeah, know, I like that idea. Just, um, <laughs> an ice, uh, like ice cave yeah. kind of thing is, you know, Let's see, um, we've got a sewer. Yeah, um, um, there's the there's, ruined post-apocalyptic city from the first level of Trojan. <laughs> there's we don't really have like a Neo Tokyo kind of thing. Well, we do in uh, in the sandworm stuff. There's oh, the yeah. megal there's yeah. seaside megalopolis, oh, okay. which is which is very much that. It's okay. every one of those in the future, right? All right. It's space cars. We... Okay, it's Coruscant. Unless you count the slime tube, we don't really have a slime tube <laughs> well no a, a like inside a giant monster zone okay um, but yeah. i think you can't not count the slime tube in that case well no. you're not really inside the the monster is in the tube uh sure. the monster is not the tube <laughs> okay right yeah. the tube is filled the with monster slime is not the tube fighting the map is not bit. the territory <laughs> uh the medium is not the message um we don't have like a 4x zone <laughs> yeah, that's true um, hey guys, just wanted to thank you all for making a great game slash podcast. I've listened to your shows for quite some time and finally decided to start playing KOL again after a two-year hiatus. Oh, this is Madison 14, by the way. Uh, thanks to the new reset button. I know this Yay. is old news, but new Valhalla and challenge paths are amazing. You guys are awesome. Also, for a hot stuff specific question, as my Congregate and WoW accounts will show, I too am plagued with the aptly named Kevin disease of completionism. <laughs> right now, things are okay because I'm doing the whole college thing and not failing classes, but how can I train myself over the next three and a half years to function in the real world instead of wasting all my time? That's only wasting your time if you consider it a waste. Yeah, uh, you just you have to get to the point where you can just let things go, and I'm, I'm I have a hard time with that. Uh, usually, coming up with arbitrary uh, reasons that uh, the game has disappointed you, <laughs> and then walking away. Okay, <laughs> that works pretty well for me. I found out there was a bug. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So <clears throat> f f this g. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll save it for the, the next podcast. Fingers Murphy writes, In the UK, there's something of a national determinism debate going on. Go, Scotland! Uh, can you ever see a point where the kingdom will require a passport to move from, say, the noob caves to the nearby plains? Uh, I'd like a trophy for stamps, is all. And maybe Stetsons and mirrored shades for dicking with border jumpers. Huh. <laughs> um, de- I, I thought it was, like, determinism, like... Uh... Yeah, the, the UK is trying to decide whether uh, their fate is preordained yeah. or whether they actually have control over it. And uh, yeah, it's, it's like, wow, yeah, it's really freaking everybody out. <laughs> we're still just arguing Europe, about we're Europe just still so arguing about whether advanced. two dudes can get married or not. Like, ah, <laughs> uh, boy. No, that was not the right thread. Kingdom of Loathing application for Android. Can, you know, can we chat about that for just a second? 
right now? Sure. Here's, here's what I'm still waiting for yes. in that thread. <clears throat> Anyone to describe what the Kingdom of Loathing app for Android would do? I think it would just be a an interface to KOL that would work better in Android is the impression that I'm right. getting. Just a so a better web, better mobile a better mobile interface, mobile interface from the website. Well, but specific to Android, like it would be an app. It wouldn't be just a like it, you know the way that so the way KOL Mafia, for example, is an app basically that changes the way that you interact with KOL, right? It does so in a regular browser. And so my impression, I, I haven't really I mean, talked it does to the so guy. like alongside a regular browser, right? Like it's the the relay browser is a separate part okay. of, of KOL sure. Mafia. Like so KOL Mafia is the relay browser, which is just a browser, and then a bunch of automation, which is just a bunch of different ways to send web requests sure. to to the thing. So I'm thinking that I'm thinking that there will be both parts of that kind of thing in some sort of Android app, right? It would be like breaking up the game into interface into chunks so that you can do different things in sort of a more manageable way, you know, re reorganizing and re, you know, resizing buttons or whatever. And then, so I, I, I don't know. Mafia, like, Mafia exists because there was a good thing for Mafia to be. Okay. Right. Like there, there, there existed a, a gap that needed to be filled and was well enough defined that somebody was able to say, I can make a product. Sure. I can conceive of and make a product that that does this thing and and we never had anything to do with that right so sure. like it well so here's here's my question like I, I haven't i have not spoken to this guy yet um i'm assuming it's a guy i guess that's not not fair um i've not spoken to this racist person uh and um it sounds like there's an excitement there uh and i i am tempted to say go ahead and do whatever you want uh, here's here's my question and, though how could we stop him Right, it, like anyone can do whatever they want. We can. That is, we uh, could block that app from accessing the. We, we maybe could. So, I mean, so I like, but, but I mean, there's a desire for our blessing, right? Like, and if this is something that they're gonna put in the the Android store, I don't know if it, you, I don't know if it would be a free thing. I, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't know if they're expecting us to pay them. I, I don't know anything about what what the desires or expectations are for this. But my temptation was to be like. You know, we've talked about it some. We have sort of our own ideas. We don't think it's as easy as you might think it is to do something that would look good and like be functional and you know not actually like detract from the gameplay experience. Um, go ahead and do whatever you want, and then maybe they will produce something that well, you'll be like, "Wow, this is sure. a really good idea." Right. And if they do that, then maybe we can be more serious about and and yes, and making I, and some I, mobile sure, version. That's that's totally fine. That's okay. Totally, like, but I like I feel like. Nobody has ever needed my blessing to make alternate interfaces to KOL, right? Like, but they there's don't know that. Been... I mean, they they want they want your blessing, right? Like, it's nobody needs uh, your blessing to you know eat a hot dog, but they want you to bless their hot dog. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, not once they find out what's in my little shaker, <laughs> they won't anymore. Um, I I just it I could see somebody producing a mobile app for KOL that was something like KOL Mafia, mm -hmm. but I would never have produced KOL Mafia, and I would never show anyone KOL Mafia and say this is this thing that I made because I it's not right, right, and it's not it's not an interface that I would ever choose to present to somebody that I felt was coming in from a position of like not already being a like a really high level expert in using. The, the application that I've developed, right. right, which is just this set of web pages, right, and and it's so it's like people have been more than welcome to do that stuff for all of the years that people have been asking for an app, and nobody has, and that sort of further cements well, my conviction I, I, that there is no there is not, no such thing. You've as, not thrown any enthusiasm behind it because you don't you don't personally see how it's going to be possible, right, and I and so. <clears throat> I'm, clearly, I'm other saying, other no, people right, are not are right, not absolutely absolutely. I'm I am becoming more and more convinced that it just isn't possible. It's, right? it's that, a little that, frustrating because I've like uh, you know I drew up a design document uh, and gave it to C D Moyer and like he's never really been excited about sort of moving forward with that. I mean, I don't remember, like, I remember giving you a budget. I don't remember giving you a budget of C D Moyer's time. Like, you could hire somebody to do it. I guess. Right? I mean, you've got you you've got a figure that is the amount that right. the experiment is worth. Like if you want to track down Some an iOS, iOS developer, developer 
and say, make this thing. And here's, you know, I mean, I can like, huh? You're not but allowed I, to spend any of my time. That said, uh, I, I think <laughs> I came it. around to the the idea that making just a mobile a mobile version would be better long long haul because it would be. Yeah, I mean, I think that's it would be you know accessible to any platform. Anything that we make that is going to be a client for KOL it has to be a web browser. Like it just has to. Like, or we have to fundamentally change the way that everything works. Oh yeah, I wasn't. End. I was never talking about making something that wasn't a web browser. Like right. it was. It was just a, so, it was just I mean, an like interface. Why, and so why to me reinvent the wheel? When... <clears throat> well, because the roads aren't flat. Okay. <clears throat> if the right. roads so, are yeah, if, if the, the roads, roads are triangular peaks, peaks. Then a, yeah, then you need a square wheel, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Go exploratory. <laughs> <laughs> um, where is the old thread thing? Okay. Well, now I have. Now at least I have something to say to this guy. Which sure. I, yeah. I mean, I... which is w- more than I had before. Right, right, right. It's I, I hate I hate these conversations, right? Because I, it always seems like I'm just totally down on this idea. People and, hate having these conversations with you, too. Well, the, here's the thing. I the reason that I can pretty confidently say that I am not down on this idea is that no one has ever presented me with an idea to be down on. Right? People have said we should have an iPhone app for KOL, and I say, okay, what does that mean? Well, duh, it means a fucking iPhone app for fucking KOL. What the fuck is wrong with you, you fucking asshole? And I say, okay, draw me a picture of it. And you did, and I didn't look at it. <laughs> I, I can show you my pictures. I can show you my pictures. <laughs> um, um, I'll show you my pictures, and, and you can tell me what's wrong with them. Let's see. Your I etchings. My um, etchings, yeah. Come, okay, up, come up to my flat and look at my etchings. <laughs> I made this. I made this rubbing of Jim Morrison's tombstone. Um, uh, Guggerbunk wrote: uh, The teddy bears in Origami Talcrane used a unique mechanic where they would lose experience when they blocked. Have you considered using an exp for function mechanic on new familiars? Examples like a command that does monstrous damage but loses exp, or dialing up a familiar's function by some amount at the cost of losing the exp per turn. Hmm. Um, yeah, those are. Those are interesting because they are different than than other stuff, but like familiars are a thing that's kind of supposed to just be like this passive thing that's cute and adds functionality. And once it becomes like another thing that you have to start really messing with a lot, then it gets to be. Hmm. It's fiddly, but people do like them. People yeah. use them for all kinds of funky yeah. stunts and stuff. That's interesting. I mean, I could totally like, see like Marky a... Mark and the funky stunts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I could totally see like a familiar that was a fairy that you could activate in such a way that doubled its doubled its fairiness but drained it of XP instead of gaining XP. Wait, how about a fairy that was double strength but only every third turn that you used it? <laughs> <laughs> uh. Uh. <laughs> Why do I have the best ideas, guys? Why <laughs> Why is literally every idea that I have better than the previous idea that I had? I, it's probably because I started out with the shittiest possible idea. Um, hello, Jake and others, writes the Acolyte. Along the tangent of more powerfully formatted clan logs, would you add a log for clan message board administrators to view moderator edits slash deletions, locks, and stickies, uh, most likely akin to the dungeon one? Forum moderators can view who edits a post. That would require a. L- I think the answer to that is going to be no. Yeah, no. It, that would require a Our lot. Our forums of are backend structure, extremely bare bones, and like they're there for people who, for groups that like don't have the wherewithal to like go out and yeah. get their own external forums. And I feel like if you, if you're serious enough if to you want are that serious kind of stuff, enough to want this, you're serious yeah. enough to find external forums. And, yeah, and we just we can't. We don't want to become a company that develops forum software, yeah. right? So we can't make. Our, a thing that competes with the companies that that's what they do. Yeah, it's just it's a bad, it's a bad use. You of can you can do a lot of things with our forums internally, but if you're and if you're looking you know, for a bunch I'm, of features, I'm happy to see that. Like because that we launched that and it like just didn't take off at all, and everybody was like, we want the old way back. But now I think a lot of for a lot of clans are really using the shit out of them, and they have their limits. But like it's okay, right? Like it's you know that. People keep saying like, oh, you should just base KOL's chat on IRC because IRC is so feature rich. And I say, nope, like KOL has the chat that it needs, you know, and clans have the message boards Speaking that they need. Speaking of that, uh, there's a lot of requests to bring back the sh- the uh, repetition filter. 
Are there? Yeah, yeah. It, is, it is getting to be a problem. Has it become a problem? Okay. So my suggestion was uh, you bring back the repetition filter, but you allow one repetition. So if, if you... So that you can mischannel and then retype it into the channel you meant. Okay. And people seem to like that idea. So it's like it doesn't penalize you for the or mischanneling or whatever. Ca- or cause the repetition filter to hit by channel would be an, an alternate solution to that. Oh. that that's much harder. No, no. It's it probably isn't? not, actually. Because okay. I think the repetition filter is just there's an array in the session it, now. There is. But uh, I, don't, I didn't could, think it tracked which, which channel could, you would it, utter stuff it into. It trivially could. I mean, okay. it, it would be. Yeah, okay. That, um, all right. Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, <clears throat> if you could do that, that would that would make a lot of the yeah. Mod, I mean, the especially I find myself accidentally saying the same thing twice in dev all the time because I try to <laughs> I try to smack up to rerun a chat mm-hmm. command. Yeah, and accidentally, and I always I always see it right as I'm hitting it. Like I'm like, don't hit it, fuck. Yeah. Why did you hit? What? <laughs> yeah. Like I, I do the same thing. You start to you start to really like understand that your nervous system, like <laughs> the way in which you interact with the world, is like just a bunch of like strands of weird electrified meat <laughs> just twitching yeah in, in, and, in and, patterns. and you're like fuck it's, it's like god curse. damn it that was an 18 i, I just think, passed up. i curse. think we need to go participate in that determination yeah, <laughs> determinism curse, debate curse my ability to understand the fucking existential horror <laughs> of this i am going to be re-rolling these stats forever <laughs> it's uh, G- Gigglebeard says, "Wow, so we had Guggerbunk and Gigglebeard posting within uh, within two of each other. Any chance that Vamp Fangs Ed or Mayfly Bait could get the twest the quest item treatment like Raindo, thus making them tradable after Ascension? Uh, no. Um, it's entirely possible that we will reuse this mechanic for this kind of thing in the future, but it was not about the tradability on this. It was about the." wanting to give you all of the forms at, at the once same time yeah instead of yeah you know what we haven't done is the like you know in twilight heroes sometimes they'll be like an item of the month that's just a thing that you use it and it turns into five tradable items that you can sell individually or maybe not maybe you can't maybe you use it and it turns into five untradable i don't know but the, he'll do stuff like that like well i say he i meant rhyme and now Kanak. Hmm. um you know sometimes they will have pairs of items of the month that are like five bucks each right or whatever and that kind of thing and this you know so this gave us that seven each of these was a dollar 33 sort of a dollar 27 i don't know i don't know either guys what's 10 divided by seven fuck this is so hard uh could there be says maclodies an alternative reward for quest reward skills eg spooky raven manor skills like the yada yada if you already have the skill permed or hardcore permed i like doing mini quests of finding grandpa and later grandma returning the tattered wolf standard of the night etc but it feels unsatisfying to be given a reward that is completely worthless to me i mean we could have it give you like a hundred meat and stuff <laughs> right it's better than a skill you already have technically seal club and club yeah uh, Diablo says, we've had a recent explosion in the number of equipable quest items. We started with the Talisman of Nam and Continuum, whatever, but now we've got Mega Gem, Insult Dog, Comedy Prop, Observational Glass, Astral Items, and as of this month, several more in all equipment classes. My inventory is getting ugly again, and there's nothing I can do about it. How about a super serious, this can fuck up your quests account option to allow closeting quest items? No. Can't do that. Yeah, we can't do it, because it's not just like, this will make it behave weird from your perspective. This will, like, seriously fuck you up. Like, this will prevent you from progressing in the game yeah right and it will potentially like infinite meat bugs or whatever as a result of the way that because we've been writing things with the assumption that if if it's a quest item it's going to be in your inventory and so all of these things that like yeah uh melon says you previously talked about item of the month combat skills are the rando combat items how you decided to go about this they're a very powerful combo especially with funk slinging oh i guess it's kind of like that um you know, n- not really, because a, a combat skill would also be usable in hardcore. Right. Um, so people would actually buy it. Dracona <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Krakona says, could we have some Anapest couplets for the Heboulder doing stuff, please? I know that it's shruggable. It's just sad to have to shrug it for yellow rays. Yeah, I need to figure out exactly how that works, that people yeah. are asking for it. And why wasn't it a big deal with Haiku? <clears throat> it's because haiku's not on as much. Also, did you know that if you had the haiku effect on, you got four uh, four oyster eggs per I didn't, combat instead of one? I didn't know one? that. Yeah, that was a weird bug that wow. no one mentioned to us. Yep. I don't know if anybody ever found it. 
That's pretty um, funny. It, it certainly someone did and exploited it. You think it's possible that the it's possible that it didn't let you know pluralize the because I show give item. I don't know if the haiku versions of show give item bother pluralizing yeah. when you get more than one item because that mm. was only ever supposed to trigger when you got one item at a time, right? So maybe people just didn't, they were like, how the fuck did I end up with so many of these oyster eggs? And they didn't notice that they just had multiples of four of all of them. How, how is that a bug? How does that happen? That well, sounds super weird. Uh, okay, so there is an optional fourth argument to give item. Yeah. Uh, well, to show give item, which is the the output version right which is just different ways of because there's also the like oh hi i made you this item or whatever right like there's various things that on on a just a basic level change the output yeah and they're they're numbers instead of instead of being like a word yeah describing it or whatever like that's just a numerical sure input um and haiku was number four uh and so instead of give item player id easter egg one comma four yeah it was give item player id easter egg four because normally like it assumes one the quantity is also optional if you just give item if you call give item with player id and item id it just gives them one so so that's how we're was it even showing up in haiku it no it was not showing up in haiku (laughs) and it okay so yeah so they they had had to have known they had to have known that that was happening it's also possible that somebody submitted a bug report four years ago before Gamelli started getting really serious about the bug queue, and we just never paid any attention to it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, that was super weird. I was like, how the fuck is that even possibly a thing? And then I looked at it, and I was like, oh, okay, that actually makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah. Also, is there any reason why slash equip matches to plurals? If I have glass balls of the Goblin King and a disco ball in inventory, I'd expect slash equip balls to not get confused between the two. There is. Uh, we made it that way because of a bunch of stuff that people were trying to do that didn't work, that they had no reason not to yeah. expect. Like, I think it uses the same fuzzy matching that all of those things that identify an item do. Yeah. And you definitely want to be able to say, like, use two X's of the what, you yeah. know, as opposed to, like, you know, if you're. Yeah, this, the, the current system we have plurals and singulars is for the some best cases in order is to the sense. best I think that we've we're going to be able to get because there's there are there are going to be exception cases that seem to don't make any sense, make any sense because of the way that it's structured. But like you heard it here, folks, there are going to be exception, exception cases, cases that, that seem to don't, don't make, make any sense, sense. <laughs> like that. Yeah, exactly. Just like I just said. <laughs> um, yeah, there's did you see the, the question that somebody uh, didn't want the black cat to to uh wipe their timers yes, yes i did i did i uh, think that is hilarious i think it's pretty funny too actually but okay. um but i it it probably shouldn't <laughs> we have generalized uh the way that those kind of things work uh, so now in the in the oh, effect yeah. spindler we can say this shouldn't uh this shouldn't go in the hookah right uh, and, and eventually we'll be able to say like this is shruggable or whatever i haven't actually gone through and and changed all of our hard-coded lists of item or of effect ids to use the new uh, setup but the setup exists now okay effects uh, can have tags that's good uh waluped says i've been spending a bit of time in newbie and it seems like there are some pieces of game jargon that are just lost on new players the quest item tag is the most confusing of them there are reliably new players stumped by how things like instant houses or evil spaghetti fit into quests or why astral slash moon thrill items have the tag I don't know that I believe that yeah, there are I don't new players confused by you. a tag on astral items. I think that is you mm. projecting onto them. Uh, would it be possible to add a more explicit tag for quest items that aren't quest items? We've t- we've we, this is a, a topic that is brought brought up many yeah, times before. I mean, evil spaghetti kind of is a quest item. You just it, it's an item that you get in a quest instead of being an item that you use for something. Is there quest. a reason? Like, why are those quest items? Like, is there a good reason so for those that, to expire on? So that um, so that they're only usable by that class. Yep. Okay. I mean, I think. What would be more confusing to a new player is this item is destroyed on ascension ascension, or whatever, right? Because then that's just like a bunch of what does this shit mean, right? It is is a non-ideal situation. I just, nobody has ever, I've never come up with anything that satisfies me more and nobody else has ever done so either. (coughs) People have tried. There have been a lot of proposals and there have been a couple that were okay, yeah. Not, nothing that was like, oh, that's obvious. That's why it should have always been. 
I mean, we could say lifetime guarantee, <laughs> right? Like spin it as a positive thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty funny. That's actually. actually pretty funny. Huh. Because then if somebody could just ask what that means and it's like, oh, it's a joke. Okay. Right. Uh, the familiar functions like dancing, smiling, and winking are pretty opaque as well. They're basic functions that aptly communicate to older players that a familiar is doing something and what that thing is, but to many noobs, the fact that a smiling rat or jack-in-the-box actually do something seems to come as a surprise. Any chance the tutorial can touch on that or something related to it? No, I think that a line of blue text on familiars is the right thing to do there. Yeah. You know... People figured it out to begin with because anything that winks does so right before the meat drops and anything yeah. that dances does so right before the item drop and anything that, you know, smiles does so right before the stats are displayed. That is not clear enough. You'll note that I changed the descriptions of the stuff in Mr. Store to just tell what they do instead of saying they're like a volleyball or they're like a fairy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. And related to that, the hermit fell out of the last tutorial update, and it seems like every new player who enters the chat has to be walked through the steps to find and access the hermit's stock. Is there any chance that either he can be reintroduced to the tutorial or that the failure to enter message could provide some hints about the chewing gum plus permit mechanic? Doesn't it? I remember people being all pissed off when I added the tutorial flying in and explaining to you what was going on with the hermit. Like, I don't remember. So the thing that I want is for the hermit to not be a critical part of gameplay anymore and i feel like we've done that i guess everybody goes to the guild and ends up doing the car quest though and that's where you need the rims i don't think any amount of explaining to people how to use the hermit is going to make it so people know how to use the hermit because even when it was in the tutorial we still had this problem where nobody understood it which is why i was like you know what like this is kind of bullshit it's seven out of 13 steps in the tutorial to do this thing that shouldn't be a fundamental part of gameplay so let's just let's just do away with the need for the hermit in in the core quest line um so yeah i don't want that i mean I, like i could see having a little optional side quest in there somewhere to go get something from the hermit but i it's not going to help like it's not yeah. it is not going to make that like because that that mechanic is slightly complicated it almost everyone is too dumb to understand it right like it's the the more the core game becomes a thing that just hands you everything the more those little things are gonna stick out and it's like and that's fine right like this this game is supposed to be like a cute fun thing that your mom can play too my mom my mom totally can't play. i know yeah even with those arrows your mom was like where do i click do I click the arrow? Yeah. I don't know what to... Your I, mom... I was, I was like, we so should, sad. We should set your mom up with Play Havoc. <laughs> we should. Yeah, we should. Um, we should uh, We should videotape my mom playing the game. I think that might be interesting. I don't want to do it in such a way that, like, she'd become See, an object of, like... You had me at, we should videotape your mom playing, but then once you said the game, I was like, oh. Uh, and related <laughs> to that, no, that's, that's, I already read this paragraph. Fuck! I uh, I showed Roy some of the Tourette's guy videos last night. He had never, he had never seen, them. seen them. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I've got a better idea, says Melon. You could just get rid of the hermit or turn him into a regular shop. If I'm in Aftercore and there's more than three clovers available, I have to buy the gum, go to my inventory, use three, buy three inventory gum, back to the hermit. It feels like a bunch of clicks we shouldn't need to do. In Aftercore, you should you should just have a stockpile of a thousand worthless gugas. Yeah, your... or... Or if you've been in Aftercore long enough, you should have the integer limit of clovers in your closet. <laughs> That's That happens with a lot of people who've been in Aftercore for nine years. Um, yeah, then see people's like, what else does what? Another cue, says the Acolyte. Set a five-turn delay on the pre-boss intermediary non-combats in Dis upon choosing to skip. As it is, the queue is obnoxiously cluttered and I have to skip it three or four times in a row sometimes. Yeah, that is not... <sighs> how I would have done that zone. Um, it's a little, it's a little weird. I, it works unlike anything else uh, because it's, it like the thing that the choice adventure does is not launch the boss fight, but puts the boss in the queue. In the queue. Yeah. Um, which was required a significant amount of a, a significant amount of goofiness in the code, but it was one of those things where I was like, "Look, I, I don't want to deal with this. You guys just make this thing." And so <laughs> yeah, Scully, actually, Scully decided how he wanted to do it, and yeah, CDM coded it. Uh, that is how the thing that I am working on works also actually works. as well. So yeah, 
I mean, so it's, if we've you know, already got that code, that's cool. Yeah. Um, it's just it's just logic more than a code. It'll have to be done specifically again. Jawsmool123 says, hey, I don't think anybody's asked this question. Actually, you're wrong. Uh, but is the fact that we can't send gift packages from the gift shop that contain out-of-fashion items to people on the trendy path intentional? It seems like the point of being able to send gift packages is so that people can receive items in run without being able to use them in run. So it's kind of weird that the trendy restriction affects gift packages. So, bugger feature. There is a reason because you would be able to open them on a Ronin-breaking trendy run right um and there isn't we decided that it was easier or or cd moyer discovered that it was much easier and much more secure to stop you from acquiring items that were expired than to stop you from using items that were acquired because there's so many ways in which you use those things and a, and a, and a more limited number of ways in which you can acquire them. Yeah. This is, so this isn't entirely due to how we have implemented the game. Yeah. It's just going to be, I mean, trendy is still the current challenge path, yeah. right? So this is going to be less of a big deal shortly a week from now. I didn't realize that was a week from now. This, this last week really zipped by. Yeah. Although we did get a ton of work done on the path, yeah, in yeah. the last week, like we're super on track, yeah, for this. Um, it's just suddenly like I keep thinking of it as a thing that we have two weeks to work on, and because we always have two weeks, we always have two weeks <laughs> to do everything. Uh, let's see. I kind of want to stop doing the show and go eat. Okay, uh, we're, okay. we're a little over time too. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna edit in here that I still have these to get to. Um. <laughs> Yeah, sorry about, uh, I, I tried to take care of the forum threads in a more rational manner. I mean, are you talking to the, the player base? Yeah, I'm talking to the listeners. Oh, okay. Got here on Thursday. He edited into Jazmulu123's thing. Uh, yeah, that's enough show. Goodbye, everybody. See you next week. Have a great weekend, everyone. Sorry for the abrupt and awkward ending to the Kingdom of Loathing podcast. Uh, stay tuned for video games. Hot talk. <laughs>